1: Couples podcast. Today we have episode number 40 Relationship Challenges Working from Home. So obviously, uh, in 2019, the tail end of 2019, a lot of the world changed and a lot of people started working from home when COVID 19 happened. Mm hmm. And the challenges of working from home, there's less commute, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of things that, that happen in your relationships when you're around each other. I know that during the beginning of COVID, a lot of relationships were very strained because they were so used to having so much time apart. Yeah. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. And as always, the Next Level Podcast Solutions, we want to give a shout out. Thank you so much for producing this podcast, YouTube, audio, all of the above. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are now producing over 25 shows from all over the world, all in the self-improvement space to some extent, Mm. which is really, really cool. And shameless plug for my own company. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sweetheart, as always, what's your intention? My intention
2: is to help our listeners be more effective at working for from home and doing so in a way that can actually help your relationship grow together instead of apart. Because like you had mentioned, obviously with the shift of the pandemic, a lot of us were forced indoors. And as a result, it put a different kind of a strain on the relationships. And what that did was put everyone underneath one household at all times for the large majority. And here we are, everyone can relate to this, Trying to figure out how, what corner of the house, what wall do we put our camera up against? Like, all of us had to get new equipment, try to figure out what are the best headphones, how can I reduce the background noise of the kids, the dogs, the birds, all of these chaotic things that happen when you shove a ton of people in a small space throughout the entire day. So, I hope that our listeners can glean a little bit of a golden nugget from this episode and not only can feel heard, but can can take one additional step to help grow their relationship while they work from home. So with this, I want to share when I was on a coaching call recently with one of my clients, this was a client who in many, many ways, I think represents a large majority of people's struggles when it comes to the relationship zone and working from home and why there are such big challenges. Because when I was on a coaching call with her, she typically is very focused very like respectful of our time she you know she pulls up her chair up against the wall so that she can make sure she's fo- facing the wall so that there's no distractions when she's coaching with me she wants to be all hands in full-blown attention dedicated to her personal growth.
1: And in this metaphor, in this story, think about like this is her work as well. Yeah. So she's coaching with Emilia, but essentially that's a lot like working from home. You need to focus. Absolutely.
2: And this this work that we're doing, it ripples into every aspect of her life. And so talk about trying to pull the big, one of the biggest leverage points in your life. You need focus. And so she's in her office and the door's closed and... We're in the middle of this coaching call, just like anyone else out there who might be in the middle of a meeting, right? Virtually. And all of a sudden I see, you know, because the camera's facing her, which is facing the door, which is, I can kind of see the rest of the room. Door opens, you hear the little, you hear the little door and I can immediately see her body language shift. Who pops in? Her husband. Her husband pops in, comes over to her, kind of scurries over, while I'm watching this, she immediately says, says sorry, puts down her headset, husband comes over, whispers something in her ear, and the, all of the critters that she has come in. It's like they were all just waiting at the door. One critter and the next critter and cat, dog, another cat. Like It just... It seemed like everyone was waiting at the door while she was trying to focus. Cat,
1: dog, ferret, lion, <laughs> hedgehog, tiger. It's no big camel. deal. This <laughs> camel. This person has a lot of pets. No, no, no. no. It's a couple of dogs and cats. <laughs> a Couple
2: of dogs and cats, but essentially, like I think we've all been in this situation to one extent or another. And what what I really want to focus in isn't necessarily the the whole parade of animals and people, but it was the what happened after that. After her husband left, she had to go up and close the door behind him. Meanwhile, the animals, she forgot because she was so deeply in flow in our conversations. Mm -hmm. And we were getting really deep into, you know, the the topic that we were talking about. Animals are still left in the room. And so now they're playing around, distracting her. And she gets back to her desk and she looks at me on the camera. And you can just see this giant energy of defeat kind of wash over her. So... Listeners, I want you to think about any situation that you might have been in where this happened. And it may, might have not been to this extent, but it certainly had similar nuances to it where you wanted to focus. You were doing something that was super important to you and you had maybe enacted a boundary like a door closed to try to communicate to others that I want my focus here. This is important to me. Please do not disturb and I know that after that, what we had talked about, it was really, really hard for her to get back into conversation that we were getting into. And she really, when when we talked about it, it was very trivial what had been brought up by her husband. And now I don't want to villainize him, but I do want to recognize that there are so many people out there that are trying to focus on deeply meaningful things that are important to them. Work. Work. who knows like coaching coaching it could even be like
1: learning um, training
2: yeah i was just gonna say training or learning or you know say for example it's a course you know they're going to school virtually like there's so many different things and there's always that one person that maybe doesn't understand how much focus is actually required and speaking of focus we all have different attention spans and so what one person needs in terms of focus whether it be facing the wall turning down the lights, closing the doors, everything, that that really does need to be communicated and, fo- and really respected, I think. So to everyone that is listening here, we've all been a- in a situation like that where we maybe have felt disrespected. Maybe we have felt like our dreams, our goals, what we value in terms of importance isn't as important to our partner. And that puts a really heavy strain on because what it does, it's like a small little bug that's in the garden. And you don't want to necessarily make that person bad, whoever came in, whoever disrupted your flow. But there is a degree of a line that you can draw that says, where where does that override a boundary that I need to make sure that I have? And so to that extent, um, you know, I thought what was an interesting stat for us to bring forward was... On the attention span, I think you and I wrote this down on our Remarkables. Mm-hmm. On average, um, Alan actually looked this up right before our episode. The average human's attention span prior or in 2022 was eight seconds. So if you think about it, like a goldfish probably has a little bit more of a attention span than that we are hyper focus- or we are hyper distracted now, now more than ever. And it takes approximately 23 minutes to get back into
1: flow after being pulled out of flow. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what flow is, it's essentially getting in the zone. Mm. Time slips away. You're just deeply focused on whatever that that work is or whatever that thing is think about being in the gym and you're really killing it that mm-hmm. kind of thing and then you get distracted i remember one time i was in the gym and the fire alarm started going off
2: oh god! yeah and
1: the lights the power went out too one time <laughs> yeah and we ended up one of my friends was there he ended up saying uh i don't know if you've seen 300 he's like we're gonna fight in the shade he like said that i was <laughs> I like let's that. go we literally stayed that's swear to god we stayed in the dark and trained <laughs> um that's focus no <laughs> but uh The other thing, too, is that when the husband left in this story, she had to get up and close the door. Oh, yeah. You know, and get the dogs and cats and giraffes out of there.
2: Literally, like, (laughs) after the call, she was like, she, like, had different distraction moments where the cat and the dog were, like, duking it out. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, she could not go back into focus. There was no flow
1: after that. We literally couldn't. Um, and what golden nuggets were never pulled out? It's like when you're yeah. digging deep for gold. Yeah. What if you were right about to get more gold, and then all of a sudden you get you're back to the surface digging from the bottom again? Yeah. And and I want to share this with everyone as well quickly. In, let's say, this half-hour episode, in this case, it's 15 minutes, 80% of the results tend to come in the last 20% of the journey. Mm. And so, for for my podcast, Next Level University, we've had more listens in the last year than the previous four years combined. Mm -hmm. And so, with a coaching call, a lot of the gold is at the end if you can stay in flow, if you can stay in flow. So, this is what I had written down. So, 23 minutes to get into flow, Mm. we are distracted on average every 11 minutes, and then, the attention span of a human being, average, is eight seconds. And again, that's because of the bells, the rings, the dings. I was on the phone with a client recently, and I said, uh, "Phone hygiene, calendar hygiene, email hygiene, are some of the things that I teach." Mm-hmm. And we're going through this list, right? And I said. I have my clients actually, and yes, it's hardcore. I have them screenshot their phone Mm -hmm. uh, screens and I screenshot mine and we send them in WhatsApp and then I live screen and I share mine versus theirs. Mm -hmm. They have notifications Mm -hmm. for days. Have you ever seen someone who has those like banner ads coming down? Oh yeah. Not banner ads, but like someone texts you and there's a banner that comes up with the message. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, worst idea ever. (laughs) Like that needs to go immediately, right? Because now it's like, okay, whatever you were doing, like think about this. Picture 50 years ago. Mm. There's only a phone. Hmm. There's no like internet. There's no distractions. Like you can actually focus on something. Mm. Now imagine 50 years ago, you're at home, you're having dinner with your family. And your neighbors are, like, knocking on your door. Mm -hmm. Your neighbors are knocking on the window. Someone's coming in through the basement window. There's, like, a fire alarm (laughs) going off in the the background, cutting a hole in the roof dropping down. That's what these digital devices are like. And you'll never hear my phone bing, ring, ding, nothing vibrate. It won't happen. There's only four humans in the world that can get a hold of me right now. You're one of them, sweetie. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you, so we're good. Mm -hmm. And the other three know that they're off the list if they call me. I'm joking. (laughs) Uh, No, but the serious point, and if you have kids, obviously, you need to, like, put them on emergency bypass. And so, the point of this episode, though, is boundaries working from home. Yeah, Emilia and I have these house rules that I wanted to share with everybody because I want to show them that we're leading by example. Yeah, and so what a house rule really is—it's kind of like that joke with Pirates of the Caribbean. Of they're more like guidelines than actual rules, you know. But we decided in advance that these are what we believe to be best for us. Yeah, think of boundaries as the train tracks that help you stay on the rails. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes you're going to go off the rails. It's how quickly and how much better can you get back on.
3: Come check out the relationship talks from the Conscious Couples podcast. What's different, these relationship talks, is the depth that Alan and Amelia get into when they're talking about the different problems. So for example, one of the ones we did was how to bounce back from a conflict. But it wasn't sort of your typical Here's you know, what you did wrong and here's what you did wrong and here's how you can talk about it and resolve it. Alan and Amelia went deeper and said, hey, let's explore how conflicts happen. Let's explore your communication styles. Let's see what happens when you react under stress and how you communicate with your partner. If there's a disconnect there, there's gonna be conflict and then we can start to resolve it. It's such a great and refreshing way to uh, understand those problems and better understand myself. It's helped me grow as a person and it's helped my relationship with my partner. I'm so grateful that I'm able to plug into this free community and just connect whenever I can and learn from these two spectacular human beings. I highly, highly encourage that you check it out and dive into everything that they do because it's great. Take care. Bye.
1: All right, so we created these house rules together. Where essentially these are the train tracks toward our dreams. this is what we value most. these are our goals and our aspirations mm-hmm. and so, number one is bed by eleven p m We do eleven to seven, sometimes it's ten to six, sometimes it's twelve to eight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we wiggle around these, but these are the general guidelines. Number two, we work uh our work stays between ten a m and eight p m so typically at eight p m not always but most of the time we shut down and we come down for fitness food and family. number three uh service shut off time is eight p m in other words we are no longer going to be uh, on our phones or or doing podcasts past 8 p.m., that kind of thing. So service shut off. In other words, the first third of my day is for me. And I know that you've adopted this as well. The first third of our day is for me. The second third is for service. The third third is really for the we. Mm. Uh, number four, there's a two to one ratio for sacred nights versus movie nights. So in the past a lot of times we like we watched the whole Harry Potter series and it was just a little bit too much because we ended up first it was a half an hour then it was a 45 minutes a night then oh, eventually yeah. it was an hour then eventually it's like a whole movie and then you get to bed late that whole thing number 5 no front facing work or promises to others on Sundays <laughs> which we are currently breaking <laughs> because oh, yeah. it is Sunday right now but we had a long week yeah. and I'm traveling next week so we have to do two episodes today and then we have six is tucker and tariel so we have a new kitten tariel uh, are in the crates upstairs during the night um so our cat is crate trained just like tucker and they we take them to bed and it's wonderful because we get much better sleep that way seven dishes always in the dishwasher so instead of leaving them dirty in the sink Mm -hmm. and then eight and again these are guidelines they're not we're not perfect number eight permission question check-in every sunday i wrote that one recently which the permission question, we already did an episode on in the past, but essentially what it is, is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that's been bothering you lately that you wish didn't, but it still actually does? Mm-hmm. And that's a question. It's essentially a check-in. So we, again, you don't have to adopt our rules. Our rules are pretty intense, and they're they're very strict train tracks. And while we stray from them, mm-hmm. we always get back on quicker and better each time. Not every relationship is going to have that kind of boundaries or that kind of train tracks. And that, quite frankly, is what's required of Emilia and I for us to achieve our dreams and and goals. Yeah. And our goals are, are I often say this in my coaching, <clears throat> if you want to be an Olympic athlete, <clears throat> gold medalist, you don't have any wiggle room. Yeah, You have no wiggle room. You can't, you have to have train tracks that are very strict. Mm. If you want to like achieve a little more, if you want to achieve a little more, you don't have to be as strict. So, you don't have to adopt Emilianized rules, but we want to offer a compelling solution to this issue, which is have that conversation with your partner. What are your boundaries? What is important to you? And where are those boundaries maybe being crossed? And more importantly, to your point, sweetheart, is explain why it's important yeah. that you don't come in with the dogs and cats in the middle of a coaching call, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That why part is so essential because, like you and I were talking about before. It's it's a lot. Unfortunately, like human behavior, people just want to be together, especially when you're in a home. You just want quality time. You love each other. Awesome. That's beautiful. And we're not saying stop that. What we are saying here is boundaries can can really help you actually integrate what is really important to you in a way that you can feel respected. You can feel loved. You can feel valued. And what is important to you becomes important to your partner, to your relationship so that those bugs in the garden aren't growing. And your partner doesn't know why. So like if, if for example, you communicated to your partner, it's really important to me that the door is closed and I don't get interrupted in my calls. And your partner wants to respect that, but they don't understand why that's super important to you. Maybe they have a lower awareness about flow. That's a great opportunity for you to maybe share what, what you value, what your standards are, and what maybe you're aware of that they might not be. And who knows? They might want to adopt that little nuance or that little boundary that you have because maybe they never grew up with any boundaries. And I know there's a lot of people out there that grew up with zero boundaries in the household. And I think that that's what has made this time more challenging than ever because that's that's pretty typical. So,
1: Have you ever seen the movie Cheaper by the Dozen? I don't think so. Okay. So... Uh, for anyone who has seen that movie, essentially or hasn't really, it's uh they have 12 children and oh, it's called gosh. Cheaper by the Dozen and it's a, it's a comedy. But that movie is very detrimental to anyone who wants to have children eventually. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is like a horror film. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm joking. But it is like there's no boundaries. It's a yeah. home with 12 kids. Oh, man. No and two parents, money. and and <laughs> it's just the you know everyone. The kids are fighting the sister and the older brother. There's just all those dynamics. You yeah. it would be a very stressful movie for you. <laughs> uh, but essentially, imagine a free for all. Yeah, imagine a household that's a complete free for all. No one's going to be productive and focused and achieve their dreams. Yeah. And yeah, it's endearing at times, and it's fun, and it's playful at times, but you've got to set some boundaries up, some guardrails, if you really do want to succeed. Because at the end of the day, when we're kids, it's a free-for-all. We get to frolic and run around and rainbows, and we get to go have fun and run into the woods, and we get to come back at 5 p.m. all dirty and sticks and mud and all that. But now we're adults. We have homes and businesses and cars, and we have children and pets, and we have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And responsibilities, I think, are fulfilling if you can do them right. And so you have a responsibility to your partner. I have a responsibility to my partner. We have Mm a responsibility to each other to help each other achieve our dreams and goals and to honor and respect each other's boundaries. And so that's what the Conscious Couples podcast is all about, um, is how can we help you achieve your dream relationship? And most importantly, as we always say in our Relationship Talks events, but I think we should start saying it in the podcast, it's easy to fall in love what's really difficult is to sustain, build, and grow that love over the long term so that it continues to expand. That's what takes the work. Mm. That's what takes the boundaries. That's what takes the uncomfortable conversations. And hopefully we've been able to guide you on that journey because we're on that journey as well. Mm. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Oh my goodness, we have two plugs. (laughs) Don't go yet. You can't miss the plugs. (laughs) Uh, So we have a Relationship Talks event. It's our 18th event. We just finished our 17th one. It went really, really well. We actually had a great showing for that. Mm -hmm. And this is on December 8th, so December event, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard uh, Time. This one is actually probably going to be the most powerful because this is what people struggle with most from what I've seen. The, The title of this is How to Not Fight in Your Relationship. Mm. Now, I want to share this with everybody. So again, we've talked about this on the podcast and I know that this might not be super relatable. It certainly wouldn't have been for me prior to this relationship. Mm-hmm. Emilia and I have never fought. We've had discussions. We've had challenging discussions. We've had a debate or two, <laughs> <laughs> right? Passionate debates, but we've never stormed out of the room, never yelled at each other, never slammed doors or anything like that. And I, I Ask myself, how is that possible? And I know a lot of it is you, sweetheart, genuinely, your emotional regulation. But it really is the work we've done on ourselves and the way in which we communicate to each other. Mm. And so this event is going to help you learn how to actually have a relationship. Can you imagine how bright your future would be with your partner if there was no fighting? Mm. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have disagreements it doesn't mean you're not going to have challenging moments but imagine without any of the yelling or any of the screaming or any of the storming out or any of that stuff mm. i grew up in an environment where my stepdad and my mom they did that a lot and it was really detrimental and I've fought with past partners before, but I've never fought with Emilia. And I'm, it's what I'm most proud of, genuinely. Of all the things I've accomplished in my life, I think I'm most proud of that. Because for me, that's a really big thing. And I know that it wouldn't have been possible without you, quite frankly. Because mm. you've helped me whenever I got emotionally triggered. But we're going to help you. Just imagine how good your relationship could be if you could finally not fight, but actually have mature intellectual conversations that are vulnerable and truthful with humility and we're going to help you get closer and closer and closer to that level mm-hmm. uh, at that event. So I think this will be hopefully the one that has the highest attendance and will be the most deeply meaningful for people who really do have so much love for their partner but they do fight. Yeah. And it's not it's not good. We we call it cutting strings and yeah, sometimes you can weave those strings together to make to your analogy a, a stronger rope, but not always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you cut strings and they don't they don't ever they don't ever get repaired. Mm-hmm. And that's just really sad because love is i think the most important thing in the world and it needs to be cherished and and valued and honored by and fighting is just not good for anybody. Honestly, okay. nobody wins when you fight, even though you're trying to win an argument, which is the problem, right? And we're <laughs> going to talk about that. So.
2: Yeah, and if um so if this episode resonated with you or anything that we've talked about, if you want a completely non-judgmental safe space to talk about relationships, Alan and I make sure that we dedicate 30 minutes on our calendar every single Saturday for our community specifically. So half hour, we'll literally sit down with you. And if you want to bring your partner and talk about some of these things, and if you want to just get 1% better in your relationship, it's completely free, private, not recorded. And it's a, a virtual Zoom call. So Please book that link. It's on the calendar or it's on the show notes right there in the show notes. And we would love to meet you. We have met some incredible members of our communities. And after those calls, it's like we always hear the like, oh my God, like, thank you. Like, no one ever talks about this stuff.
1: And And you're so not alone. And we know that because we have people from Africa, we have people from Australia, we have people from. Italy, we have people from Canada, we have people from all over the the US, we have people from all over the world that are challenged by these same things. Mm -hmm. And so you're so not alone. Hmm. you know we all have different life, lives different relationships different circumstances different industries different countries but we all have these similar fundamental challenges that we all face and we all think we're alone yeah and no so one is talk about it and we're blessed because we know we're not alone when we're dealing with things like this because we do this coaching yeah so yeah i just wanted to share that
2: yeah i'm glad you did yeah so uh that's in the show
1: notes we would love to meet you and as always it's not about me or you it's about the, the we. we we'll talk to you next time
0: bye everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88. Also,
1: if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show
0: notes. And please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about
1: the Wii.